0: Welcome everybody, I'm Chris Miller, author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for pre retirement Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. I'm so honored to be the host of this show called Ready, Set, Retire, but I think we've changed the word from retire to refire because people really want to have a second life And what's happened is the Great Recession has made a huge dent on the nation's ability to have confidence to save for retirement. And millions prepare for a future of uncertainty while others have made no plans at all. Many will wonder, will my money be there when I need it? Will I outlive my money? What would happen if my spouse becomes sick or disabled or unable to pay bills? Well, let's discover what steps you can take and the challenges that could ruin your financial life and retirement. Now, I because this topic is so huge, plan retirement early. That's pre-retirement. So plan retirement early so your money, your health, and your peace of mind is there when you need it. You see, it's in a state of mind, and it's a process that you need to be in as you go forward. It isn't some date that you're 65 and now you're retired it's a whole mindset that you need to be aware of. And you know, a lot of people right now are feeling really frustrated because the business isn't growing fast fast enough. So that's why I've reached out to a wonderful lady named Dana Wild, and she is the author of Train Your Brain, and she's grown two businesses in record time, and she's here to tell you that you don't need a new system or more work to grow your business quickly. You just need to know how to use your brain more effectively. A unique and proven training method for small business professionals. Dana has inspired thousands to train their brains. And today, she's going to show us how with a simple commitment to feeling good. She can help anybody build a million dollar business in record time. So may it be appropriate to say ready, set, re fire. Welcome, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> what a great introduction. Thank you, Chris. So good to be here. Wonderful to have you and, and I, I just think this is this is so appropriate to what we're talking about and and it really you know, you've you've inspired people to train your brains. And you know, well, how did you come to this? What brought you to this 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 point in your life to be able to share this?
1: Well, you know, back about thirty years ago, which I can hardly believe it's that long now, but about thirty years ago, I was working in Korea in one of these cubicle type jobs where you, I was strapped into a phone all day in a little cubicle and you know on call all day long taking customer service calls and. Frankly, it was. I really felt trapped. It was really a very challenging time for me to be working for somebody else, and you know, not even allowed to take a day off without asking somebody. And I remember many times sitting in the parking lot and being on my lunch hour and thinking, "Oh, I just can't go back." Put them in there. But the one blessing of that job was that they put everybody in the company through a forty-hour course on the brain, on how the brain works. We did 40 hours of intensive study, really understood how the brain is really designed to create your outcomes and help you achieve your goals, and it just opened up a whole new world for me to realize that I could do anything I wanted to in my life. And so... uh, you know, bless their hearts that they put me through it, but I immediately quit the cubicle job. (laughs) And I I, (laughs) left and... You read your brain. (laughs) That's right. I started using my brain and I went on what I like to call my great adventure. I, I ended up writing a book at the age of 23 and becoming a published author and I went overseas. I lived overseas for the better part of a decade just traveling the world and industry and I won a couple of Telly Awards. And that's when I kind of fell into direct sales. I I started one of these home party plan businesses. I thought, well, this is a great fit, you know, for what I was doing in my life. And what I didn't realize because I had been out of the States for so long was that everybody was teaching how to build your business, how to pick up the phone, how to network better, how to approach people about your business, all this kind of work, work, work. Then I came back to the United States and I was working in the film and work for building a business. And I thought, nobody is teaching the power of the mind. I mean, I had been using this brain material for many, many years at that point. So that's when I wrote Train Your Brain. And I taught it to my team, you know, my direct sales team. And we went from zero to a million dollars in 19 months. And so after building that business, and I sold that business and kind of really semi-retired, really just took some time off and waited for the next adventure, and sure enough, people kept asking for train your brain. So now I founded the Mind Aware, and we've replicated that success at the Mind Aware. Again, we went from zero to a million very, very quickly, under two years, and we're off and running, teaching other people how to do it now, which is really fun.
0: Wow, that's exciting.
1: In two years, okay, so what is train your brain? Well, train your brain, it really teaches people how to leverage the power of their mind. So what do I, well, what I mean is this. Most people are out there trying to work harder to make money. They're trying to learn all these different marketing methods to make money. And and they're, you know, that kind of mentality of let's go out there and make it happen. But what most people aren't realizing is that if you want success quickly and easily and effortlessly, there's really a very specific formula for making that happen, and the formula is what we like to call intentional action. I go into great detail in it, but it's really simple. It's really just this: feel good first, then take action. You know, when you look at a, a lot of businesses or a lot of business owners, they come in to their their business, they're enthusiastic, they're so excited. You know, everything they do just turns to gold because they're so enthusiastic. I, we used to call it ignorance on fire in the direct sales industry. You know, you have no idea right. what you're doing, yeah. but you're doing it with such enthusiasm that everybody <laughs> wants to, to help you. I can well, relate. what happens then yeah. for most business owners, in the, they bump up against a stumbling block or they find a challenge and it starts to drag them down and then their emotional level goes down. So what we teach them with Train Your Brain is we teach you how Stay up genuinely, how good genuinely, how to get that traction that you get when you feel good, so that then when you take action, everything you do turns to gold, feel good first, then take action well that's
0: that's you know really fascinating there's been a huge trend i'm I'm seeing it a lot, especially on the west coast, a lot of workshops and conferences, and a lot of women about 80% women seem to be reinventing themselves and they get about 40 or 50 and they're going, you know what, I'm tired of my 8 to 5 in the cubicle and I have a passion or a gift and I want to share it with the world and so they're recreating themselves and of course all these conferences on how to market and how to do this and how to do that is overwhelming and very busy and and I think a lot of the mindset information gets left out of there so people think mistakenly that their actions they do are what brings them the success, but what you're talking about is in reality, you know, your business thing grows as big as your mindset. So maybe you could share with the listeners what that really means.
1: Yeah, oh boy, that was really well said. That's exactly right. If you you look at the top of people in any industry and you ask them, what did you do to become successful. You know, let's say you pull 100 people at the top of any industry. Those 100 people are all going to have different answers about the actions they took to get there. Some are going to say oh, social media is the way to go. You absolutely have to use social media. Others are not even going to have social media accounts, and they're going to say, well, you have to do live presentations. And other people are going to say, well, you have to have Google AdWords, and you should really invest in advertising. You know, everybody has a different method, different actions for how they get to the top. But the one thing that they all have in common is that they all think differently than the people who who don't make it to the top of their industry. So what we teach with Train Your Brain is we explain very, very complicated ideas about the brain in really simple terms. We just teach you how your brain works because once you understand how it works, then the light bulb goes on and you go, oh, my gosh, I can use this differently just like all those people who do this naturally. I mean, a lot of people who get to the top of an industry, they do these things with their brains naturally and so they don't even realize they're doing it. So they they never think to explain it to start at the top of their industry is because they're on Pinterest or because they're handing out five business cards a day. They don't, they don't notice that their thinking is different. And this is what we teach and train your brain, how to start thinking like those people who are at the top. Because once you do that, your brain is set up to help you succeed.
0: Right, right. And, you know, like you say, contrary to popular belief, you know, posit- having a positive mindset, somebody else, because they don't even know they're doing it. They really think the reason being all pumped up, right? You know, I'm positive. I'm positive, and bounce yeah. off the will- walls with enthusiasm. I'm positive. I'm positive,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I think you know, in some ways, the the positive thinking movement has gotten this rap of you know, that everybody's all blissed out just walking around and very annoying because they're all just so, you know, excited and enthusiastic that you just don't even want to be around them. And really what we're teaching with Train Your Brain is that to be successful, you don't have to be in that state of mind. You really just have to be a little bit above the feeling of hope. You know, if you're feeling hopeful, if you're um, you know, willing to move yourself, but most entrepreneurs, they end up kind of ping-ponging back and forth between that feeling of frustration with their business or right. annoyance or angry or stressed out or overwhelmed or too busy, mm-hmm. and then just glimpses of the potential, glimpses of the hope, glimpses of the possibility. Well, if you can start to eke your time over on the emotional uh, scale where you're starting to feel a little bit more positive, a little bit more of the time, it doesn't take very much to gain some traction. So what exactly, what can someone
0: do? I mean, you know, this not feeling positive or, or the overwhelm seems to be the middle initial of creating a new business or a new venture. It's just yeah. overwhelm and all the new things and priorities and everything, right?
1: Right. Well, let me, let me explain just a little bit about the brain, and I'm telling you, it's going to click and you're going to realize the people who are listening right now, you're going to be able to take what you learn right now and start implementing it. Because what most people don't realize is that inside of our brains, we have a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. And this part of our brain is a little matchmaker. And the little matchmaker is full-time job all day, every day. Because sit right where you're sitting now and look in the world around you. Maybe you're in a room. Maybe you're in your car if you're listening to this. Wherever you are, look around and realize how many colors you see and how many sensations and how many smells and, you know, all of the different sounds that are around you. I mean, there's just mega information coming at you every second of every day. And your brain has to process all of this information. And so the reticulating system's full-time job all day every day is to sift through all this data that's in our awareness every day and match anything that it sees in the outside world to the beliefs already stored in your unconscious mind, to the ideas that you already have, to the things that you're already saying. So how this would work is let's say you have a belief, I attract great customers to my business. So if that's a belief for you, like if you're just like, man, I'm lucky, I don't know what it is, but I get the better apple," and you really believe that, well then what happens is your reticular activating system, that little matchmaker, Says, aye, aye, Dana, I got it. You, you, that's what we're going to match up. You attract the best customers. So everything in its awareness becomes about seeing those people who might be great matches for my business. Now, this also works in reverse. If you are saying something to yourself like, "Gosh, I'm busy. I'm so busy. I can't believe," it. and this is a this is one I catch myself on a lot. You know, talking about how busy I am or best stressed out. Holy cow, how am I ever going to get this all done? I'm so overwhelmed. Well, step one in this process of making change is to wake up and become aware and to pay attention of those things you are saying. You know, when I, I catch myself and I still do it, I've been practicing this 30 years, but you still catch yourself and you get the, the main difference is you get faster and better at catching yourself. And I'll hear myself say, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, Okay. Step two is that I want to match. I've got to make a decision to change. Once you catch yourself, once you get aware, make a decision, do I want to keep being that busy? Because the reality is you can't get peace of mind by talking about how busy you are. You know, you can't get rich by talking about how broke you are all day. You know, you have to make that shift in order to see uh, decided change in that outside world, that part of the world that that reticular activating system is matching up all day. You have to make that inside shift. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And uh, what I've seen, you know, I've seen people
0: delineate the voices, like you have your skeptic and you have these different voices. And people have been so overlaid with so many different processes that they can't even distinguish between what's really, you know, coming from their heart or coming from the spirit and their message or is this something they should do. They don't know how to discern. How do people discern? You know, that's kind of obvious if it's not a positive thing, but how would an average person discern if they're really hearing the right
1: voice? Well, you know what the easiest thing for me is? Because I like to make things really, really simple. You know, if you can make it simple, then you can implement it without it taking extra time on your day. And here is the easiest way. Does it feel good or not right. when you think that thought? That's it. If yeah. it's not making you feel good when you think a certain thought, then it's time to change that. What? So if something is is evoking fear in you or you know, anger or worry or frustration, then then say how can I soften this a bit? You know, and part of the thing, one of the, the methods we teach in in train your brain is we teach people about perfect language and about writing a perfect language mantra. And these are very similar to old school affirmations and we teach these because it's a great starting point for understanding how you can write from your mind. And then we take it beyond. And we can take it beyond on this call too. But let me start with the the basics. When you have a way that you talk to yourself, the reticular activating system is matching it up perfectly. So if you're saying things like, um, you know, things aren't going very well for me in my business, or "I'm, I'm in a, here was a good one. We had something, I'm in a slump. You know, I'm in a slump in my business. Mm -hmm. I I just had a conversation with somebody about this. And she was in a slump for about four or five months. And she was talking about her slump. And she was always asking advice about how can I get out of my slump. And she was always looking for information about getting out of a slump. And all she was talking about is being in a slump. And so what happens is the brain matches up that kind of picture that you're creating, that subject of a sentence. I'm in a slump. I'm in a slump. How do I get out of my slump? can someone help me get on my slump? I've been in a slump four to five months. I mean, of course, what's the brain going to focus on? The brain's going to go, aye, aye, captain, we're going to make sure that you're in a slump (laughs) because that's all you're focused on. Somehow this person has to make a shift. Now, perfect language mantras, they're great. And if you can say one and feel good, fantastic. They sound something like, I'm abundant, or money is flowing to me, or one of my favorites, everything's going my way, everything's going my way, everything's going my way, <laughs> things are going great, money's flowing to me, money's flowing to me now. Right. Now, sometimes you can say these things and you can really work up a lot of positive emotion, you can work up a lot of juice, fantastic. That's great if you can do that, but sometimes, like those times when you're in a slump, it's challenging to to work up some positive emotion. So right. you you want to find a way to eke yourself over to the just a little bit positive, just a little bit more positive than you felt. So what you can do instead, you can use a method we call uh, transitory statements. There are several ways you can do a transitory statement, but the easiest way is to use the word but more powerfully. And so but is a power word in the English language. It negates everything that came before it. So you can say that sentence, I've been in a slump for four or five months now, but now I'm moving out. But now I'm starting to feel a shift. But now things are getting better. But I can tell I'm feeling more positive now. But I'm hopeful that I'm on my move. I'm on the move out. You know, get into that feeling of hope. Say things that are hopeful. But I I hope something shifts for me. But I, I can feel something starting to shift. But I'm ready for it to change. So now the brain says, oh, okay, I get that. You used to be in a slump and now this is what you want, so now we're going to start matching that. So it, it's a really easy. Anybody out there, and these are great for all of those things that seem like they're really deep-seated. You know, um, procrastination, disorganization, not being able to pick up the phone, um, being too busy. Sometimes it feels like, how am I ever going to shift that? Well, you can start to say things like, you know what? I'm really busy, but I love my life. I'm, right. I'm overwhelmed right now, but I love my full life, but... I, I love that I manage it all, but I love all my interests, but I'm so lucky to have so many things I love. So, right, that's right. the easiest way. It's
0: really, it's really true. You know, I I I live in the old, and I I played with it, What I wake up in the morning, you know, and I'd wake up, and I just, the first thing, I just was expecting a miracle. I, you know, I thank God for everything, and the, but I'm expecting a miracle. I mean, like, what's the blessing going to be today? And I'm Almost looking for it, it's coming, and it was amazing when I do that and I'm conscious how it attracts all the positive blessings. And when I'm, you know, like oh, I got so much to do, and then and then, complaining mode, it's not that you don't you miss it, right? You're like putting on a pair of glasses.
1: Well, yeah, and you—it's such a good example because what people don't realize is this isn't magic. The reticular activating system. When you say, "I love that one," I'm expecting a miracle today. What's the miracle that's going to happen today? Your reticular activating system says, "Okay, hold tight. I'm going to watch for that. I'm going to look for that." You know, if if everybody who was listening right now, if we all were part of a gathering where there was a personal development speaker, and we were sitting in the audience, and it's a three-day weekend, and we we get there, arrive on day one, and you sit in the audience, and the speaker from stage says, "Okay." I want you to raise your hand if you know what color the car, when you parked in the parking lot of this hotel, what color was the car two doors to your right, two car spots to your right? Well, you know, 10% of the audience maybe is going to raise their hand. So now day two of the conference comes and we all arrive, and the speaker from stage says, okay, please raise your hand if you know what color that car is two doors to your right. By the third day, when you pull into that parking lot, your brain's going to kind of tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, hey Dana, wake up and look at what color that car is, two, two spots to the right, because you right. know when you get in there that speaker's yep. going to ask you that. Right. So yeah. so we have to start to learn to trust that our brains are always working on our behalf. They're always ready to serve us. They're always there for our benefit. We just have to start being more aware being more conscious and more aware of what we're saying.
0: Right, that's a good one. So, how would you recommend? What? How do you show people how to become more aware?
1: Well, the the first of all, just hearing this, most of the time, people get more aware. First, just hearing like, oh my gosh, I should start to pay attention right now. Everybody who's heard this, when you go out for the next few hours after hearing this, you're going to hear all of the I like to call them stories, all the stories that people are saying. You know, I'm so sick, we've got we've got problems, this is, you know, I've got so much debt. I mean, you're going to hear all, and you're going to hear it in your own head, too. You're going to hear all of the things you're saying, and you're going to catch yourself like, ooh, is this the message I want to match? But in addition to that, some of the things that we talk about in Train Your Brain, we give 20 mindware experiments, and some of the things we ask people to do is do things to interrupt your normal process, do things to put it on, on the map, so... For example, create a positive little mantra, something that makes you happy, a really easy one like everything's going my way or things are looking up, you know, something like that. And then set a reminder on your phone and let it beep, you know, five, four, five, ten times a day. And when it beeps, remind yourself, oh, yeah, I'm going to say everything's going my way a few times and just feel the, the impact of that. See if it, how I make myself feel better. Put some. Post-it notes up in places where you're usually kind of walking around unconsciously. You know, if it's a post-it note up on your morning coffee pot or teapot or in the bathroom mirror, one of my favorites is put a list of mantras up and laminate it and put it in your shower. Because in the shower, we tend to go really unconscious. These are the times throughout the day. I mean, brain scientists estimate that we are walking around acting unconsciously 95 to 99% of the day. So when you're in those states where you normally would be unconscious, those are the best times to kind of feed your mind those positive thoughts.
0: Great. All right. For
1: those of you that just joined in,
0: you're listening to Ready, Set, Retire, or Refire to Your New Life. And my special guest today is Dana Wild, and she's talking about training your brain. My name is Chris Miller, and I'm your host And, Dana, maybe this would be a good time to share with everybody your special offer.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we thought we would do with this special offer is rather than um, have a package that somebody has to pay for, I thought maybe they would like something free because that's my favorite price. Right. (laughs) And so the best place to go, my name is Dana, D-A-N-A, wild, W-I-L-D-E, and then just add the dot .biz to the end, B-I-Z. So DanaWild.biz, and when you go there, you will see a place where you can get a free video training that teaches you everything you need to know about training your brain right now and implementing this and start seeing the shift and the changes right away. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being so
0: generous. That's awesome. Oh, my so- pleasure. That's great. Everybody, go there. We all need to train our brains to be obedient and yeah, loving, I mean, right? That's <laughs> right. It's right. Let that. Let those positive mantras flow. Right, right. But you know, most people they don't seem. They just don't know what to do, and they feel like, and or they don't. You know, they may know what to do, but they don't feel like it. So, maybe you could give us this easy method on how. How do you
1: get yourself motivated like, oh,
0: man, I know I've got to do
1: this, but you don't really want to do it, right? Right. Well, the main thing always is it doesn't matter what you do that gets yourself feeling better as long as you get yourself feeling better. So some of the ways we talk about are just saying these positive little phrases, saying these mantras. Another method is to use statements that relate to hope. And so you can even just say hope sentences over and over again. I, I hope I start to feel better. I hope I think of a method that works for me. I hope a customer comes out of the blue and places an order. I hope I get a new booking. I hope that I start to feel better. I hope that things start looking up. I hope that some money comes in today I hope I get a booking. I hope I start to feel better. And even if those people who are listening to me say that over and over again, don't you just start to feel better hearing those right. hope sentences? And so um, some people feel better when they go for a walk in nature. Some people feel better when they turn on a really and song and start dancing around their office. Mm-hmm. Um, another great way, a method that I love is, I dare you to try this right now, look up, it, uh, with your eyes upward and smile and then just shift your, your weight like whether you're sitting in a chair, whether you're standing up, shift your little weight back and forth, back and forth, almost like you're doing a little dance and it's impossible when your mind is in that physicality to not start feeling better. You have to start feeling better yeah. and so anything it takes to make that shift. The the biggest mistake that traditional entrepreneurs make or that we've made in the past, is that old school thinking on how you build a business is you work longer hours, you work harder, you put your nose to the grindstone, you expect that you're not going to make any money for three years, and you give it your all, and he who works hardest wins, that that's how you make it happen. Well, it's completely false and completely wrong. The, the way that you leverage your time and you have better things happen is when you feel good. Get yourself feeling good. Be, pay attention to how you feel. Do whatever it takes to keep yourself in that centered place, in that relaxed place, in that peaceful place, in that hopeful place, in that blissful place, in that fun-loving place, in the place where you're laughing. Because once you feel that way, then no matter what you do, you're going to have better success. So the so brain... Scientists have looked at the brain now and they can see that when someone is in a negative mood or a stressed mood or a frustrated mood, the creative pathways in their brain are stifled and they're shut down. And when they're in a positive mood, that's when those creative pathways open up. And that's when, you know, real opportunity starts to show up. That's when they get the inspired idea or they notice the inspired uh, link or article or website or, you know, meet the person that they have a great connection with, well, they're in the frame of mind to have that great connection, to um, make that happen, you know, because they're not in the negative, stressed out mode. So really, my, my mantra to everybody is work less and make more. When you work less and you feel better and you keep yourself centered, then you sit down and everything happens effortlessly. Everything, you feel so great, and we've all had that experience, haven't we? When you've been feeling really, really good and you sit down to write and it just flows. Or you sit down to make calls and no matter who you talk to, you just have the best conversation and they go way out of their way for you. Well, why does that happen? It happens because you're a different you. You're bringing a different you to those situations.
0: Absolutely. That is so true. And and. And it really is practical application, and it really would show people that this really does work. You know, yeah. I know some people, you know, the, the old saying, smile when you feel like crying. And, you know, some people, they, they feel like they're lying to themselves or they're just being fake. Um, so how do you, you know, and they're skeptical, right? So how do, yeah. how do you handle the the,
1: you know, the skeptics? Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. I agree that that exactly, um, very, very important. I mean, that's what's happened a lot of times with the old school affirmations. You know, we explain perfect language to people and mantras because we want people to understand the importance of using perfect language. Those old school mantras, when you're feeling good, they work. When you're already feeling good and then you say, money is flowing to me, it just feels better. But the challenge sometimes that that people have is that they don't feel good to begin with, or they don't feel um, right about where they're at right now, and so they can't believe it. So we say something like, "I'm financially abundant," and immediately the devil pops up on the shoulder and says, "Yeah, right. Sure you are. Yeah. You know, I've got a million dollar business. Oh, so yeah, right. Like a million nickels, right? You know." So, right. so that that argument doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because it makes you feel bad. You don't feel good. So what can you say to make yourself feel good? What can you do to quiet that voice? How can you stop yourself from feeling like you're lying to yourself? And so we go back to doing methods like transitory statements. And I'll tell you another one using the word but that was really powerful. We had a a filmmaker we were working with and he, he kept trying to make deals, you know, about his project. He wanted people to help him with his project, but he was really, really shy. And he had been shy his entire life. So for him to go out and start doing a mantra like, I'm an extrovert, I'm an extrovert, was just stupid. You know, there's no way he was going to start saying, that's like Stuart Smalley. Remember back in the day with Saturday Night Live, I don't know if everybody remembers that character. He was like, I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, and doggone it, people like me, right? So, right. so this I'm an extrovert wasn't going to cut it for him. It wasn't going to feel good. But he would walk into these networking events, and he'd start to sweat. You know, his palms would get sweaty, his heartbeat would race, and he couldn't even breathe or string together a sentence. He'd try to talk to people, and he would stumble over his words. And worse yet, what would happen is he'd leave these events and he'd start beating himself up. And all of us have had this experience where we, we start that terrible barrage of insults that we give ourselves. I'm so stupid. I'm a loser. Nobody's going to do business with me, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't do business with me either because I can't even string a sentence together. And What's the matter with me, and why am I so shy? Now, important piece about the brain is that the brain doesn't understand the difference between what's real or what's imagined. And so every time he'd leave one of these events and he'd beat himself up, he, it would be like he was not experiencing that event one time. It was like he was experiencing that event a thousand times. So the unconscious mind would get reinforced and it would be, remember, over and over again, you are shy, you can't talk, you're tongue-tied. I mean, this is how we learn everything in our lives. Everything in our lives, we put some focus, concentration on it, and then we turn it over to our unconscious mind. And then that reticular activating system matches up. So what's this guy going to do? Well, again, all he had to do, and this is the method we gave him, is find a way ever so slightly to shift the, the results he was getting. So he's not going to become an extrovert. He's not going to walk around saying, I'm an extrovert. But being shy can start, stop being a stopper for him. So he can start to say things like, I'm shy, but I'm attracting the right kind of people. I'm shy, but people like my style. I'm shy, but I'm still finding people to work with me on my project. I'm shy, but I'm getting better all the time. I'm shy, but I'm great one-on-one. I'm shy, but not when I talk about my project. So start to make that shift so that you feel better. And anybody on here who's a skeptic or who's felt like they're lying to themselves can can use this same method you know find a way um use the words even though even though are also power words even though i'm shy i connect with the right people even though i'm a procrastinator and really we all do this already we don't even realize we're doing it every disorganized person out there and i'm talking to you know who you are out there when they when you say I know my desk is so messy, but I know where everything is, or I know where to find things. That's what we do, right? I'm a procrastinator, but I always hit my deadlines. I know right. I wait till the last minute, but I always get it done. So we right. do this already. Let's just start doing it more consciously.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. I would do that right before I was going to work. It was like the brain was say, "You're going to be
1: late. You're going to be late." And it was like,
0: "I will be perfectly on time." And yeah. I've never been late in twenty two years.
1: <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And that's it, is. it. Your brain makes it happen for you. It's that's all it does all day, every day, is support you and match up that picture. and, and those people listening right now, you can start to think about these things in your mind that you do naturally. I was just at a, a speaking engagement the other day and this young woman raised her hand and she said, You know, I didn't realize I was doing this, but I always say to myself I never get sick because I don't have time to get sick, so I always stay healthy because I don't have time to get sick. And she's like, "I'm yeah. never sick, never." Yeah. And I thought that's right because your brain knows that is your belief, and it's going to sort you out and take care of you.
0: Right. And this this practice is very helpful for people that are ill or have a lot of pain and and are med- you know have a medical challenge, right?
1: Well, and one of the things that I. I was working with somebody recently. We have uh, somebody who started with us because she was building a business, but she ended up doing a lot of mindset work because she recovered from cancer. She's now, you know, survivor and just doing really, really well. But one of the things that we've talked about or have talked about with her is that when you have pain, you know, when you're feeling pain or you're going through something that's not pleasant, uh it's challenging, and I know that too. It's challenging to start to feel positive when you're at those times. But if you can try to remember that you can, and I, I heard this from Abraham Hicks originally, so I totally want to give credit there because I, this has been so useful in my life and I've passed it on to so many people, is that you can have pain and you can feel angry or you can have pain and you can feel fearful or you can have pain and you can be frustrated or you can have pain and you can be worried or in despair, or you can have pain and you can be hopeful. You know, you can have right. pain and you can feel like there's there's an opportunity that something could shift for you. And the difference between feeling hopeful or feeling angry is miles apart.
0: Right. Absolutely. And it it helps the healing process. Absolutely. I've seen that so much. Mm-hmm. And it's and the same thing with the medical. You know, people are almost in a mantra: oh, having financial trouble in this economy. Oh, it's this economy, and and whether or not that people really aren't being taught what the economy is and how it works, so they really don't have an understanding of how to be safe. Which is what I show people is that is another mind trap. It's almost it's sort of an excuse of not, you know, it's all that economy's fault, right? Exactly, exactly, and the reality is
1: people make money in every economy, end of story.
0: Right, right.
1: That's it, and so, and someone like you, I mean, this is why they should listen and study and and follow your work, because people make money in every economy, every economy. There's somebody out there that's making money, and who are those people? The people that don't think the economy is the issue, (laughs) that's who those people are, you know, and learn, you know, educate and learn the things that you need to do to make money. Period. So right. it is. It's it's totally a, a mindset. We actually had a, a study on my direct sales team, and um, we had two teams. One that was on one of the leaders was on my team, and one of the leaders was on a different team, and they were both in the same major metropolitan area. The first year that the economy made the, the shift, and the leader on my team ended up growing her business by over 20% that year. And the other leader, her business ended up falling in half. And so we sat and we compared notes. Like, you know, how many people did they have? Every way, shape, and form. The length of time they'd been in business, everything about them was exactly the same. And so what was the difference? The other leader spent all her time talking about the bad economy. And so I went to my leader and I said, why do you think you grew 20% this year? What do you think it was that that made you grow? And she said, I was so focused. I was so focused on nothing except how great my business was going and how I was growing and how terrific things were. And so what happens, and this is what everybody can do, and you can do this right now, is get so focused on your great life, on how things are going your way, how you make smart decisions, how you follow the studies of the right people, how you know exactly what to do to keep yourself positive, how you take all the right actions. Get so focused on how great your life is and how great your vision is and how great your goals are that you don't even notice anything else that's going on around you. I mean, she honestly didn't even notice that anybody was talking about the economy because she was so focused on her dream.
0: Right. Right, absolutely.
1: Well, that that is great.
0: So, it, the the other people that you know, there's another set segment of people that feel like they're doing everything right, but really not getting the results. Like, not sort of just stains there, not really moving forward.
1: Yeah, yeah, that? and it's it, I know. And the thing is, I mean, this is the fun part about this material for me. When you study, train your brain, and you understand how the brain works. So you really get that basic understanding of, okay, here are the different pieces of the brain and here's how I can, you know, use them better so that I can create the outcomes. Once you get that, then everything else becomes wash, rinse, repeat. So we have a, a saying, you know, that I like to talk about with the people who are following this, and it is the problem is never the problem. The problem is never the problem. The problem is that you keep talking about the problem, right? right? So you keep talking about the problem, you keep thinking about the problem. So it gets really, really easy to shift anything in your life once you just pay attention to those words that are coming right out of your mouth. And so you are talking to somebody and you're saying things like, gosh, I feel like I'm doing everything right, but I'm not getting any results. Okay, so now I would say to you, how is that picture matching up for you? You know, is that the picture you want to match? Because as long as you keep talking about that, that is, those are the results you're going to get. And and so it becomes very easy. And, of course, it's frustrating when you bust yourself, when you get yourself, because I still do yeah. it with myself, too. I hear myself right. telling that story, the I'm so busy story, or something like that, and I go, ah, dang it, I don't want to match that picture up. I'm going to have to make that shift. And And so that's it. It's really, really easy. Once you get that piece then it just becomes a matter of how many mantras can I do? You know, right. how many areas of my life can I shift? Which one makes it to the top of the list? I mean, even now today, I'm not a morning person. I'm just not a morning person. I know that about myself, you know, but I'm okay with that. I'm, when I want to make that shift, and I will one day, I will start, you know, training my brain around that, and I'll make that shift, but I just figure... It hasn't made it high enough up on the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to see that one yet. <laughs> exactly. So that's right. it. If you feel like you're doing everything right and you're not getting any traction in your business, that is not the problem. That's, that is, it's not the issue at all. The issue is that you keep saying, I'm doing everything right and I'm not getting any traction in my business. So now you have to start talking about something differently. You have to start thinking something differently. So you can start thinking something like, like this. You know, I was I was not getting any traction for a while, but now I'm starting to see the shift. I wasn't getting any traction for a while, but something changed, and I, I can see that things are going better now. And one of my favorites is you can. This is my very favorite. You can start doing this right now. I don't know what I'm doing differently. I have no idea what I'm doing differently, but things are improving. I don't know. I swear, I don't think I'm I'm doing anything different, but. Things are getting better every day. Things are looking up. Everything's going my way. I've made a shift. Things are are on their way. So over and over, reiterate that we have post-it notes covering our our living room that say, "I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it." <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> so your like brain doesn't one. need to know why. You know, just mm-hmm. you just need to tell it something different.
0: Right. What you, and what did you tell the one that is she's so busy? Which, what did you tell her?
1: <laughs> yeah, the one is the one is so busy. You know, uh, the the reality is that the truth, and for myself too, the issue is not that I'm too busy. The issue is I don't want to feel the stress about being busy, right? You know, right. it's not that a person has trouble managing their time. What they have trouble with is managing their energy. Right. And so you know, you have time for everything but sometimes at the end of the day you're too tired to do it so the issue is not that you don't have the time the issue is that you're not in love with your life you don't have the energy flowing through you so if you make you shift that conversation from i'm so busy to i'm busy but i love my life i'm busy but mm-hmm. it's i'm handling it all with ease i'm busy but i'm centered You know, I'm busy, but I love my busy life because I have so many interests. I love that I'm interested in so many things. I love that so many things work so well for me, and I juggle all these balls effortlessly, and I still have time for me. I mean, when you start talking about that instead of just, I'm so busy, there's a huge difference in that conversation, right? You can feel that, can't you?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Wait, so is there actual exercises that people can that you're training people to do? Is that part of the the gift you were going to give everybody today? Or? Yeah,
1: we have 20 mindware experiments in um the the Train Your Brain book. Um and that's available on Amazon or anything like that, but even the free gift when you get on the uh danawild.biz website and you watch that video, get into that training and watch that video, we cover two or three of the MindWare experiments just in that training so you can start to see it. When I go do a speaking engagement or when somebody participates in this training, if you implement what, even what you're hearing right now in this conversation, if you start to make that shift, you, even the four steps are really easy. Step one, you get aware. You get your mind aware. You start catching yourself, those things you're saying to yourself. And it'll be impossible for you to not do that at this point because of what you heard today. You will start to catch yourself. Number two, you make a decision to change. You decide, okay, I don't want to match that message. That is not the message I want to match. I want to say something different. Step three, you start to say something different. You start to make that shift. If you can use perfect language and say things like, I'm abundant, you know, everything's going my way, I'm a money magnet, great. But if you can't, then start to use those transitory statements. Start to make those gentle statements. Say the word but. And fill in the blank. You know, I used to be this way, but now I'm this way. I used to be shy. I used to be disorganized. Or I'm a procrastinator, but now, you know, I get everything done on time. And then step four, feel the positive emotion. Because really, honestly, if I could break this down to one step, it would just be that one. Do whatever you can to feel good. So, so if you even right now take those steps, you will start to see a shift very, very fast. You'll see a shift in your life really literally over the next 48 hours uh, to the next week. You'll start to see things. Different things will come on your radar. Your reticular activating system will start looking for different things. And so then if you're doing the training, the online training at DanaWild.biz, you'll get even more of this, more ideas on how to make that shift.
0: Great. And so the the training is, is just reminding you I mean, or it takes you through the process. And it gives you the actual steps to take, right? So you don't you know, so you're you understand what you're doing. Now what was that? A reticular thing called again? Yeah, ma- yeah. It's called the, the
1: reticular activating system. Reticular uh-huh. activating system and I just use the initials R A S. R R A S RAS you can call it. But really, you know, it's easier for me. I like to just think of it, it's just a little matchmaker in the head. You know, it's think about um, almost like a, your your full-time CEO that's living inside your head, or maybe it's a better terminology is like a full-time executive assistant. If you've ever seen these Hollywood movies where somebody has got this entourage falling behind them and somebody is there with a the notepad just w- wanting to do your every whim and desire, that's what the reticular activating system is like. It is sitting there, no matter what you say to it, It's saying yes, ma'am. I, I Dana, I have a million dollar business. I, I Dana, you have a million dollar business. Boy, that'd be a lot of work. Yep, I, I Dana, it's going to be a lot of work. You know, (laughs) I just locked my keys in the car. I'm an idiot. I, I Dana, you're an idiot. You know, so whatever you say to it, that's what it's matching up.
0: Yeah, you're genie, huh?
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Genie is another great word. I love that.
0: Yeah, really. We, you know, there's. There's a lot of uh you know people have talked about mindsets the secret and you know but it's but it's different than just you know I'm positive I'm going to make a lot of money right
1: Yeah yeah the main difference you know uh, the secret I thought was a great movie I really enjoyed it and I I I thought it it had a, made a lot of good points and and really when you start studying quantum physics and some of these things that we're understanding now quantum mechanics that it's it's it will blow your mind. I, I just, there's so much to to share with people that is just so woo-woo, like, oh, I can't even believe this is really how it works. But it does. I mean, this is what we're, we're learning more and more. One of the differences between that kind of material and the stuff that we're sharing in Train Your Brain is we're really sticking to the straight biology of how your brain is set up to work for you. And one of the easiest ways to understand this, if you think about a child in the world who's learning how to take those first steps, maybe walk across a room, you know, stand up for the first time, pick up an object for the first time, and look at the face of a little toddler taking those first steps, all of the focused concentration they're using to do that. They're using their conscious mind to really learn how to balance in space, how to move their bodies, how to navigate their hands when they're grabbing an object. And then over time, they practice it and practice it and practice it and practice it. So nowadays, most of us, when we walk across a room or we pick up an object, we don't sit there and think about it. We don't use that conscious attention of all of the little muscles I'm moving in my hand as I reach for that object. We have turned those tasks over to the unconscious mind. So this is what it means when the brain scientists say we're acting unconsciously 95 to 99% of the time. We have turned all of that information over. We act automatically. When we get up and we start our tea or we start our coffee or we take our run or we brush our teeth or we get in the shower, we do all those things without, quote, unquote, thinking about it. When you're shy and you walk into a crowd and your palms start to sweat, you know, you're just automatically doing that. You don't have to think about, God, I don't remember, am I shy or not? You you do all of these things automatically. So when you understand that, when you understand that everything we learned about ourselves, all of these ideas, I'm... I'm good at art, I'm a bad swimmer, I'm a chocoholic, I hate broccoli, I love animals, I'm not a morning person, I'm quick to temper, any of those things. We learn those through practice, repetition, just like we learn to walk across the room, just like we learn to pick up an object. And now they're becoming so automatic that they're out of our awareness and that's why we have to bring them into our awareness again. And if you think that you're not running on automatic pilot most of every day, then tomorrow try to brush your teeth with the opposite hand and see what happens, or try to put your pants on using the opposite leg, and you will realize what a creature of habit you are. And so that's all we're doing with Train Your Brain, is we're bringing things back up to the level of the conscious level where we've learned it again, which is exactly how we got this way in the first place. And and so does at
0: some point it actually it actually, as you're doing it consciously, it eventually goes, it just becomes subconscious. You don't even have to think about it. You're just staying on the up,
1: right? Exactly. And that's um, when that little matchmaker goes to work on your behalf in a great way. Once you start doing this, and it doesn't take very long, you know, there, there's this idea of, oh, it takes 30 days or it takes 21 days or all of this stuff, but we're seeing people get evidence using this material Really quickly. I mean, the quickest is sometimes like an hour. You know, somebody will I'll be in an event and we'll go to lunch and they'll come back after lunch and say, you won't believe what happened to me at lunch, you know. So it's 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 not like we used to think that it takes all of this time. Once you, you open up that, uh, get rid of that resistance that you've got, once you get rid of that negative thinking and you start opening it into possibility thinking, your reticular activating system wants to start matching that up as quickly as possible. And one thing we've discovered is the more negative you've been your entire life, the faster this goes to work. So if you're the, for the biggest skeptics, really? oh, yeah, be- wow. because things, yeah, if you think about it, you've been getting the results you've been getting with all of that negative thinking. And so, my gosh, if you put one little iota of positive thinking on your behalf, it's just, it just really is like a like a supercharge. You know, most wow. people like myself, I've been pretty much naturally positive my whole life. So I can add some positive thinking and my life can get a little bit better and it's great, but I don't notice that big shift that you notice when you've been thinking negative your whole life and all of a sudden you start thinking positive. So the more negative you are, the more skeptical you are, the better this is going to work for you.
0: Oh, Cool. Wow, everybody jump on board there. There's a lot of (laughs) (laughs) names. Well, you know, people are pretty pessimistic and and really hard on themselves. In fact, I have to admit, I actually was at an event and and we were talking about that where we're really nice to everybody but ourselves. And the self-talk that people have for themselves is a very positive thing. Yeah, and that's (laughs)
1: really what the... Right. I know it's terrible, isn't it? And that's it exactly is. where we need to make that shift. You know, right. if we can, if we can just all start to be kinder to ourselves, talk better to ourselves, and, and it really, what a difference! We, most of us would never hang out with somebody who talked to us like we do.
0: <laughs> right. I was just thinking about the, you know, we're supposed to love one, uh, one another as we love ourselves. And it was like, no wonder it's not working. No one's loving themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love and We don't yourself. know how to love each other. Yeah, exactly funny. right. That's such a really powerful statement. You know, really. it and really. really, if if we could do more of that, if we could love ourselves more, wow, just think yeah. of... What the, what kind of a world we could have because we would just automatically have more love to give everybody around us.
0: Yay! Peace on earth for every living being. Yay! There it is. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> Dana, this has been absolutely wonderful. Maybe you just give everybody a little cherry on the top, a little takeaway they can run home with.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed this too. I really I thank you for having me so much. And and mainly the the biggest thing, you know, one of the things I love about this is. It's easy. And the the best way to make it easy is just start making those connections. Start getting aware. Start paying attention to what you're saying and start paying attention to what people around you are saying and start make that match up and go, wow, she does talk about that all the time and she does get those results. And, And notice it for yourself too because once you make that connection... You know, then you go, oh, my gosh, I can change this. This is so easy to change. So be easy about it and have fun and relax around it. You know, really just just do it like we call them mind work experiments because do it like a scientist would do it. Notice the results you're getting. Notice how this is working for you because once you notice that, once you get your mind aware, wow, now you can shift anything.
0: Right. Change the world. Change your brain. Exactly. So easy. <laughs> right. Well, again, Dana, they can get this the, your special offer on your train the brain at danawildright.biz.
1: Yep. Danawild.biz.
0: Okay, and you can reach out to me at Chris K R I S at Ready for Pre-Tirement. That's R-E-A-D-Y-F-O-R-P-R-E-T-I-R-E-M-E-N-T.com, and grab the free article on the three myths of financial planning. You can also get a copy of my number one best-selling book. Because I'm trying to empower people to take back control of their money so that they will have peace of mind and be able to understand and the way all of the money world works right now is time to be safe. So again, Dana, I'm really glad you're here and thank you everybody. Everybody have a blessed day.
2: Dude, 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 I'm mad. found out you can't take the curve at 85 My whole life flashed before my eyes I braced myself to leave this world behind As a million questions raced across my mind Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone?